Welcome to the Beer, Sports, and All Hell I Don't Know podcast presented by Ohio Beer Review. Find Ohio Beer Review on social media. OBR prides itself on thoughtful and fair reviews of Ohio craft beer. This podcast is for those craft beer loving, sports talking, and ah hell I don't know kind of people out there. We hope you all get to know us through our shows and you all enjoy. Here's to you. Cheers. Back to the to the podcast here. I think we all took a little bit of a I don't know if we took a took a craft beer hiatus necessarily over break or over winter break, but I know we uh, kind of slowed down the post there for a little bit, and uh, we're we're looking to get 2020 back online. I know we got a couple beers posted up here the last couple days. Uh, a lot of stuff going on in the the sports world. Yeah, what's going on, guys? Glad to be back at it. That's for sure. It's been a little while. Yeah, I, I can can't remember the last time we've been been on recorded. But so yeah, glad to be back back rolling. Yeah, yeah, good deal. Good deal. So yeah, so I think you know we have obviously a variety of of topics to talk about. Some of these topics and they may be a little bit dated at this point. Um, how about the uh, Cleveland Browns guys? What in the world's going love on? Love it. Love it. I was, I know we were jawing back and forth on text messaging about the whole, the new coach and all that stuff. And I was totally against it. The more I hear the man talk, I'm like, already he's hook, line and sinker. I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready for 2020 I like baby. I, I think he's going to bring a, I think we all, if we look back at last season, we think if we didn't have a buffoon calling plays, we probably would have at least two or three more wins. Mm-hmm. And, um, I think the offensive side of the ball, it needs to be simplified. I think if he implements the offense that the Vikings ran last year, then I don't see any reason why this team couldn't be successful. Yeah, my only my only concern now, I mean, do you see who the Vikings hired officially on a zero C today? I did was not. Gary Kubiak. Like, that's okay. what I'm wondering. Like, was he the guy, you know, I mean, was he the true OC? I obviously wasn't calling the plays, but um, – his offense. Well, I don't know. It'll be it'll be interesting. But yeah, today they made that official. I heard that this afternoon. Okay. Yeah, and I think I think the big thing about him, and I know there's the whole analytics. You know, some people have different ways to look at it, but I think they finally, or I think what they really wanted to go for is someone who's going to be able to be organized and lead. And I think that was that was the piece that they lost with Freddie. Is I didn't. I mean, I still think offensively i know our offense didn't look good but who knows what he really you know he may go wherever he ends up and be you know a really good offensive coordinator shit he's never even been an offensive coordinator except for the six weeks he was with cleveland he's with the giants yeah. i don't Giant. think i don't Did think he, is right. that official yeah jason garrett's the oc and i'm not sure uh freddie's a position coach i'm not sure i don't he's think back with the running backs i don't think you can write freddie off as a coach but it was definitely too much too soon and I think the biggest thing that really threw a wrench in that team was Odo Beckham. I don't think anyone was ready for it. I think it messed with all of them. And hopefully we have a game plan on how to handle it because I think it got in Baker's head. I think it got in Freddie's head. And it just it didn't work. I do so, think it can work, but I think I don't think the team was, was poised enough to handle it. So let me let, let me throw a little a wrench in here and be the guy who says, why do we even make a change? When you look at the season and the schedule that we had. Every Tennessee, team was in the freaking the, playoffs. The Tennessee loss at one point or the entire year looked terrible. They gave up a historic amount of penalty yards. Really, if you look at there's two losses on the on the schedule that we were favored to win that we didn't. It was at Denver. And that was right when Denver was starting to figure their stuff out, too. They ended up being a six-win team also. And then you also lose to uh, the Cardinals, Arizona Cardinals. And then the next week, they go and beat the Seahawks by, I think, 27. So they were Mm -hmm. starting to figure their stuff out. So two bad losses, both on the road in the NFL. And then you throw, we beat Buffalo. We lost to the Patriots. We turned the ball over three times in their first quarter. We beat the Ravens. We beat Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh is on the verge of a playoff. But um, we also lost to Cincinnati, which is another bad loss. Week 17 doesn't matter. So I'm just saying 
yes, we're disappointed, but we were we actually as far off as what it looked like? I think I, I think it just came down to Freddie doing stupid shit. Yeah, I agree. I think that they could have easily been put in better positions to win. Like some of the play, a lot of the play calling was suspect, and you weren't sure why the hell they were doing certain things when they were doing it. Um, I mean, I go back to the Rams game like that. Come on, like that. That should have been that. That was a win. Like they pretty much had shit locked up. Um, Seattle, yeah, giving up that lead. Um, Poor game management. Steelers in Pittsburgh. Yeah, game management. I think was. Yeah, not quite as bad. I mean, not quite as bad as the play calling, but it was right up there. So I, I think too, when you look at that, you have to look. <clears throat> a lot of the reports saying that Deep Podesta tried showing Freddie analytics stuff, and Freddie didn't use it. And it's like, well, if it was any of the stuff that us fans were wanting Freddie to do, which it probably was, run the ball. Yeah. Don't, <laughs> don't don't fake the ball. Don't fake three handoffs or reverse pass and throw it behind your back, like. It was probably just very yeah, straightforward two stuff. Legitimately, that implement. legitimately two of the best running backs in pro football. Yeah. And, and I know the hunt, you know, cream hunt will figure out what, what the future of his career looks like in Cleveland, because I think he's going to get big money at some point, but well, he's, ride I mean, it. he's restricted right now. I mean, they could tag him or I can't remember the term, but we can, you know, franchise him. Yeah, I think you have to lock him down for another year. Uh, yeah, for sure. But especially I mean, the way the NFL is, those guys get dinged up. Not that absolutely. We I mean, Nick Ch- Nick Chubb blew an ACL in college. I mean, that stuff just happens with a freaking flip of a coin. So you need to be as deep as you possibly can. Plus, as well as Cream Hunt catches the ball, and the way you can put them on the field at the same time, they're both th- three down backs on the mm-hmm. field at the exact same time. Yep. Uh, Chad, you bring up the whole, like analytics and stuff like that. Like, I'm wondering if they're gonna, you know, once they get a new GM in here, and it's somebody who obviously Paul D. Podesta is gonna have um, say in hiring, if they're gonna look to like <laughs> kind of not gut the roster, but like shed some weight, look to to get rid of some of those bigger name, bigger money guys to try and get extra. I don't think so. I, I think, hope not. I think that I think now it's more they know the team is has the talent to win. I think the analytics side is going to come strictly to it's it's formation and it's play calling. It's when do you go for it on fourth down? I think Harbaugh with the Ravens had some crazy percentage of fourth down conversions, and it's all a form of analytics. It's mm-hmm. just football's a sport where people don't want to accept what's different. Yeah, and it's it's no it's it's just. It's data. It's raw data. The, it typically doesn't lie, and I, the, the, I don't have a problem with it. We're 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 the the data data guy or or people versus the the we'll call it the the football guy. The biggest difference is data historically in football has never really been collected until like the last like ten. Now you see QBR and you see all of these like new stat lines which didn't even exist in the mid nineties. Well it's like what so, pro sport focus or whatever they do. Yeah. I mean they're pro all it's, focus, yeah. That's it's all, all it is. Yeah. Yeah. So you have you have all of this new data pretty much, which again, data and that kind of stuff is not for everyone. But when you put it in a situation of odds well, the numbers don't lie, right? So I think that's the biggest piece, and I think that's that's even where I think you know, good old boy Freddie, and even the GM that left what was I'm blanking John his name Dorsey. already. John Dorsey, he was a football guy, right? And mm-hmm. I think that's where a lot of people. This isn't baseball. Baseball's been collecting numbers since the beginning of the sport, which is true. So the data has a little bit. There's more strength to it, but there's a lot of strength to any data analysis piece now you got to also be able to coach the sport and understand it too. So yeah, I, I, I'm not, I'm not pro or against it. I think you just need to put someone in a situation to be successful. The only thing I, the only thing that bugged me about the whole thing is there's a lot of people that are okay. Baker sucks. Odell's a crybaby. And they ba- never Baker did scare me. In. Yeah. Okay, Baker does scare me. I'm, I'm all I'm saying is people Baker sucks. Um, our line sucks. Odell should never came to Cleveland. Well, that's all a reflection of what Dorsey did. So if you're if you're saying those things, you should have wanted Dorsey out the door. Yeah. But a lot of those people were like, I don't think they get it. <laughs> I 
I I hate the Odell Beckham criticism as a football player on the field on a Sunday because there were multiple games. I know he had his moments where he got his thousand yard and he walked off the field, pouted for about two plays and came back on stuff like that. But of all of like the big Nick Chubb runs or big plays downfield, Odell Beckham Jr. is always blocking downfield. Oh like yeah, in yeah, all of the time. Like so, I that that was that's the one piece. I know national news, and and we'll talk about college football here, and that'll be maybe a good segue into his shenanigans at the national championship. I like smacking asses, <laughs> Botox. But do you think like, the NCAA? Do you think the NCAA put that cop up to pressing charges? <laughs> because because what are they they can't do anything with the money thing because it's going to turn into a shit show yeah so do you think they put it put the cop up to it like we're paying you to run this event i guarantee you he's the one that brought the stogies into the locker room he wasn't with, even a cop yeah it was like a like a security, a security guard it ended up being like a, like a mall um, cop like uh <laughs> yes yes very very similar <laughs> Did they get him? He's working at South Park Mall. <laughs> he was like a full-time Superdome security guard. So, like, I think he, I think he could carry, but he wasn't a true like. But the New guy Orleans himself guy. said he didn't even want to press charges. Yeah. So, and it never even got to that. So I think the NCA didn't pressure the security guard. I think they probably pressured the New Orleans police to, to do something. There, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you got to be smarter than that, like. I just think, like, dude, you're putting your you're putting these kids at risk for stupid shit. Like, you're putting money in their hands. You're bringing the stogies in. Like, the way he was running around reminded me of the first time I got really drunk at college. He, he was <laughs> when he, he grabbed that <laughs> megaphone. <laughs> he was yeah. on another level. He was, he was on, clearly uh, shit faced. Had too uh, many uh, other. I, I would say yeah. more than <laughs> shit faced. I wouldn't be surprised if the NFL drug tested him. Do you I know Jarvis Landry? Jarvis Landry got drug tested at I the saw Pro Bowl. That. I saw he posted that on Twitter uh, yesterday. I think. And, yeah. And if he wakes up and pisses and pisses that he has alcohol in his system, that's a freaking ding in the in the blood or the drug For system. Booze? Yeah, because it's, it's, oh. it's, it's a banned substance in NFL organized stuff. What? Get out of here! There's I swear. No so if you're playing drunk. You have booze oh. in your system, and then you yeah, go. Yeah, but he's not drunk. Playing. He's it's not the media playing. day. The game is until he's Sunday. I, I, I'm just, I'm just saying this is if it's in the system and it's a, during an NFL organized event, that can absolutely ding him on the substance list. Well, that would be stupid. No, and that's all the Pro Bowl is. Yeah, it's just a party. Anyway. It should be. They're playing dodgeball and shit yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> How about how about well one college playoff? Did Ohio State get screwed? Yes, I think so they screwed themselves now. as well. Like, both, I, I both, think, yeah, I, both. I mean, catch LSU, the ball in the end zone and you win the game. LSU is really good. I think Ohio State was, I think Ohio State was legitimately the best team. Yeah, all around, yes. I think LSU's offense is unfreaking believable, but well, Ohio State's defense is. T- I mean, it's really good, and I think it, their offense is. It's a shame because I, I step below the way Ohio State ran the football. I think I think that would have been a huge change because eventually Clemson just really was not good. Trevor Lawrence like was very was exposed quite a bit in that game. And then the pride of Athens, Ohio, Joe can't Burrow can't stand him. Can't stand him. He definitely has a punchable face. Dude, he is just I. I don't think he's going to be any good in the NFL. I'll say it now. Burrow? Absolutely. Yep. For one, I don't know. I just can't stand him. If if Baker Mayfield or Johnny Manziel did the shit he did with Barstool, it would be all over the media. He's a party boy. He's an idiot. He's a dipshit. He's going to party and get wasted before games. It's just... But he raised a bunch of money for kids in Athens, Ohio, so everybody's giving him a pass. Yeah, what's the word? What's the word on the streets in uh, in Athens, Zach? Oh, there's what purple they? everywhere. Yeah, yeah, they got big billboards coming in 33. The cat's eye looked like it was. Was it the cat's eye that they had a watch party at or something? I think I think I saw a video with J Bar was. Yeah, it's one I mean, of them was going nuts. I mean, the, the kid is Ohio. A, 
uh, OU college sick, students. They're going to party for whatever yeah. they want. I mean, it's definitely a success story, but I don't know. The way he carries himself really irritates me. I I was shocked. Like, is is minute is the whole like cigar thing is. If again, if that was a Baker Mayfield, if that was if that was Kyler Murray, if that, I mean, if yeah. they, um, but everyone's pass for him is well, he's actually older than Lamar Jackson. Well, I'm yeah. like, well, that so that doesn't mean lot. anything. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but they all they all say like, oh, he's geez, 23, 24 years old. He can drink a beer, do whatever. He showed up to that interview with um, Big Cat and. Huh. Oh, I can't remember. Some of and the stuff had, he was saying, I was like, dude, shut your mouth. He couldn't even put sentences together. He was so drunk. He even admitted it on the podcast. He even yeah. goes like, because he, he, what he said, tore cartilage in his rib. He goes, he goes, I think the hangover is hurting me more than my rib is right now or something to that extent, <laughs> yeah. which, which right. I mean, yeah, go out and party, which sure. there's no fault in that. But it was like, oh, man, he talked about how much money he's going to make. <laughs> it's like, yeah. He was he was very loose lipped. <laughs> but hey, but you can't blame Barstool for doing it. Hell no. Like hey. the, Yeah, whatever. The cigar move is was pretty badass, so. I mean yeah. it was badass, <laughs> but it's it's definitely a bad look. Oh yeah, yeah. He looks like the kid in a Disney movie that's like from the country club with the polo. Yes. And like the one who's always like running his mouth. Daddy's getting him out of trouble. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He has that. He just has that look. So, but everything I've heard, of course, he's a very nice young man. If he was on the Buckeyes this year, would they have won the national title? No. 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 I agree. No. Just, nope. Just, no. And, and, and everyone in Ohio State, well, he had the Burroughs family has written multiple things about how great Ohio state was for Joe Burrow. And just, he was behind Dwayne Haskins. Dwayne Haskins was his what? Seventh, ninth pick in the NFL. Like, yeah, he's, a, yeah, he's in the NFL. He's yeah, behind it, it. We started the past couple games. There's, there's people here, you know, at and, Athens. And fields is going to be in the NFL. Like yeah. I'd rather have fields. <laughs> well, there's, there's people in, in Athens that are like, of course, anti Ohio State, which rightfully so. That's fine. There's an institution here that, you know, it is what it is. But it's like oh, Ohio State, oh, they they screwed Joe Burrow. I'm like, no, I know they no, didn't. It wasn't. I mean, it wasn't better than the guys playing. At he the was time. behind. He was behind one of the best quarterbacks in the country, and Ohio State let him go to go to like man, and, that, that's and, the stuff. And those people eat. also watch college football teams that play on what a Thursday night. <laughs> they don't even watch that. Not even tell. Well, that's on ESPN too. A little action. <laughs> There's more yeah. yards on the field than people in the stands. Bob, uh, Bobcats won the Idaho famous Idaho Bowl this year. Yeah. Bringing French home the French pot- fries tasted good. Bringing home the potatoes. <laughs> so yeah, it's just yeah. I mean, either way, it's pretty cool because yeah, I mean, they moved to. To Athens, Ohio. I think the kid was four or five years old. So he's, I mean, he truly is. He's truly a Southeast Ohioan for the most part. Um, so yeah, a little claim to fame for for Athens, Ohio. No, that's not a that's not a party school. So so that's a good thing, I guess. But yeah, that game, freaking Clemson. They looked pretty good up front or off the gate or uh, off the bat. They kept putting. Um, LSU so far back in in their own territory, and then all of a sudden LSU's offense just exploded. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence. I was that was. I mean, I haven't watched a whole lot of Clemson games, but all the hype and stuff. He looked like shit. Like <laughs> some of the passes that he was throwing in that in that second half, especially missing guys by ten yards, throwing away they the head. Well, I think it was like twelve or thirteen overthrows. Yeah, it was like, bad. Yeah, yeah, he didn't look very good. Did not look very good. So, what are you guys drinking? I, well, I meant to get some beers today, but I didn't. So I'm drinking the <laughs> uh, the old Bud Light seltzers. I picked up a 12 pack of them when they first oh. came out. So I'm working my way through those. I will say that I think they are better than Truly's. 
to uh, I'm not once? sure if they're better than the old white claw, but I would love to do a blind test because I think it'd be a real close comparison. Bon Viv is my favorite seltzer. Bon Viv is good. Once it truly is not ice cold. It tastes just like it is tough weird. to get down. Yeah, it's, it's real to get down. Yeah. The uh, the Bud Light pack comes with blackberry, lemon lime, um, strawberry, and mango. I would say the mango, black cherry, and strawberry are pretty good. The lemon and lime, I did not like at all. To me, it had that truly taste where it's just like kind of hard to suck down Syrup. at the end. Yeah. Are they are they clear? Yeah, it's clear. Yeah, they're they're pretty much the same thing, but I mean they're pretty good. How is um, sibling revelries? Uh, what yeah, Sunday good. red? So that was um, that was the uh, cherry flavored seltzer, I believe, made with Gatorade. Um, it was good. I mean, drink them on the course, drink them all day long. That's it was good. I was. It was just like the other seltzers that they made. Um, if I had to rank all of those seltzers, I would put the lemon lime at one. I was going to buy that today. Lemon lime's good. That's the only one I've seen. I would go lemon lime at one. I would go the the Sunday red and the fruit punch, like neck and neck. I'm not sure if it's the same Gatorade mix in there or not, if they're just calling it cherry. Um, But I would say those are very, very comparable. I would throw third. I would go um, with the orange Orange was definitely not my favorite. It had kind of a weird taste to it, but but the uh, the lemon lime, the Sunday red, and the fruit punch I thought were were really good. You just posted a beer from Sibling, the Mocha Oatmeal. Yeah, it was a pretty pretty high score. How was that? Awesome. It was it was really good. I I think they're still selling it. I don't know if they're still making it, but I think they they have quite a bit out in distribution right now. But it was super good. It was. Um, Six percent, I believe. It is a stout, but it it goes down very smoothly. Yeah. Um, I think they they use locally sourced coffee and they they brew it with some cocoa nibs. So it's it's legit. It's really good. Yeah. Yeah, you sent me that picture. I, was like, I didn't even know they they had something like that out. I'm sipping. It sounds on. better than that ice crusher that I had that tasted like I licked a freaking Himalayan salt. Lamp. <laughs> well, why don't you go? Are so you I've had. Is that Ro- was that Royal Docks? The lamp, yeah. So I've yeah. had like backyard crusher. Yeah. I'd have to go back and look at, at our the 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 spread. They've got seat. some decent beers. We've gone there quite a few times. It's not far from from me, and I've I haven't had anything I haven't liked. That was just not good. Well, and like, what, what was the description? It's a pilsner that had it was. Made with salt. Um, Why would you even buy that? A Pilsner made with salt. Just random sixer. Just random six, yeah. Hey, when you start buying <laughs> random sixers. Say, who buys that? Who would buy that shit? A Pilsner I bet. I with salt. Uh, it sounded, there was a, I think it's guava or something like that in it as well. Um, it, are they trying to do like a playoff of like a margarita? I, like I don't a, know. It would. It just like it had like a f- bit of a fruity like scent, uh, and then when I tasted it, like the aftertaste, literally was like it was just straight salt. Like I just licked a margarita glass, the whole <laughs> rim of the like all the salt off, and it just was not good. I got about two thirds of the way done. I'm like, I can't fucking drink this anymore. Stop it. Strawberries going. Hey, check this out, guys. The old. The white slim, the old slim <laughs> slim can koozie. <laughs> You're really dedicated to those seltzers. Yeah, I got it for Christmas. What are you gonna do? Watching his weight. I, I use uh, it while I watch The Bachelor. No, that's definitely <laughs> on the list. I'm currently drinking Uncle. I don't know if that sounds appropriate, but um, Uncle from Ryan Geist. It's a mild ale. I'm gonna go. I want to say it's like a blend of a, a brown red ale. I, I can't really see the color. It looks like more brown. I mean, I'd definitely drink it again. 
I don't know if it's I'm going to order it, if it's around, if it's in a cooler, if I saw it. I'm like, oh, I'll drink, Uncle. So probably like a 2.8. So it's above average. Maybe order it again, but not not quite often. Pretty malty. Um, so if you have like brown ales, but it's it's pretty light. Um, so it disappears pretty quick. But yeah, not not too bad. Um, Zach, have you had this covert reality from Jackie O's? I've not. I've been, I was actually just, uh, when did I go to Jackie O's? Farron and I went there two weekends ago. It's probably, I mean, it's uh, double hazy uh, IPA, um, eight and a half percent. Oh, wow. This is it double? Yep. It's a double? Yeah. 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 It's good. Probably, and it's also probably one of their coolest, like, can designs by far. They got a, yeah, their can sweet, art typically sweet fox sucks. on the back. Who Do you draws think it that sucks? shit? Yeah, Jackios, their can it, art. There you have some, some hippie in Athens drawing it's, that. It's, it's pretty. Up. Yeah, it's pretty like simple. But this one's pretty. I mean, I think this one's that cool. cool. That can color is cool. Yeah. I like Talking the, about the, the Mystic Mama can's good. It's simple though. It's not. Talking about cool cans, I heard Matt uh, bit the bullet and bought a freaking sellout can. <laughs> I did. As your Bush can. Yeah. <laughs> uh, hang on, I got it right here. Um, it is. Cleveland that I love, American Red Ale. Uh, say that again. Cleveland that I love, American Red Ale. You were real. Oh, now that can is pretty cool. It's that's a red ale. Pretty sweet. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's cool. It's designed by uh, GVR, GVR Design. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Did you see oh, the picture on? Did you see the picture on <laughs> platforms Instagram where it's like this? It's a beer like smashed into a cake. No, mm-hmm. I don't follow them on Instagram. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, anyway, it's some, it's like, I think it's like a stout. It's like a double cream stout, chocolate stout. And I'm like, oh yeah, I'm sure it tastes just like that cake. I, you know, it's great. I was at the store I went to today. They have a really good, um, craft beer selection. They have like a section that's, they have it labeled all like Ohio. I would bet you that 35, 40% of the entire thing was is like plat like platform shit just i are they buying space like in store like i don't know why people care for it somewhere (laughs) do do they really like it or do they i think this platform trying to convince people to like their stuff when we first started this when or when chaz and i first first started this we thought Man, platform is on the list. Their Instagram was cool. Their, the cans, we'd see them on shelves. We're like, we need to go to platform. As we kind of got more and more of their beers, we're like, eh. Then we went there. It ever, like, their their tap list was probably 35, 40 deep. But what it seems like is they're pumping out so much, and they pretty much can Almost everything. But what I noticed is you, the only thing you can really consistently get is like speed merchant, which is their, their white or Mm -hmm. their, their American IPA. Yammy, Uh, yammy in the fall. Yammy, yammy, which is that, I mean, it's, that's a good beer. I think, you know, but those are, those are the beers you're going to see kind of consistently. But then the ones you're randomly seeing, I think it's like a one-time shot. They're going to can a bunch of it because they got the brandy. They know it's going to sell. Yeah. But that's hard too. Is you find something you really like. And they may never even come close to making something like that again. There was three different like donut beers at today. It was like oh, a, the they were ho- like did the, you have the holiday donut? I didn't have any of them. I have I thought the holiday donut. Them, but like the, I, I didn't think the holiday donut was bad. You like they that? Had, yeah, that's I had that around. I didn't uh, score it. But. Thanksgiving time, I had the s'mores. Uh, I think it was like s'mores yammy yammy. Like they did like a s'mores version of it or something. It was terrible um, yeah. but yeah they had went down the drain but they had like a chocolate donut a strawberry and like a vanilla like pack and i'm like what? i'll be honest too i'm a huge fatheads fan and since they opened the place up in middleburg i don't know if i've had a beer that is like a like their other than their staple that i've liked really like the, yeah i don't i i love um, I think like Bumbleberry's great, Headhunter's great, Sunshine Daydream. They have an Album Glow that's super good. Yeah. But like they've, I've had a couple of like their one-offs. That I think I had like the Scooby Doo uh, peanut butter stout. I wasn't impressed. 
I wasn't a huge fan of their um, Strange Magic. Their, you know, I was just going to ask, did you like that? I, their, I actually did care for that. I, uh, I Benjamin like Benjamin Danklin, I wasn't a huge fan of, but and I love their beer. It's probably one of my favorite breweries, but they're they're one off, like they're they're limited release. I don't know, something's just not not quite ticking yet. I don't think. Yeah, and you think when they start to expand, I mean, like any business, you start to expand, you have to start to to experiment and do new things. That's the hard part is, I mean, some people would have, you know, what is their their main IPA? Oh, Headhunter. Headhunter, yeah. I mean, some people have had have, have Headhunter and not like it, but then they like one of their, their special releases. It's just yeah. they're constantly I mean, trying to find the next Headhunter, the next... Um, Hop, what's the double IPA? Hop Juju. Hop Juju, right? Hop Juju is probably one of the best double IPAs out yeah. there in Matt, general. You go, Matt, you going Hop Juju or Hop Slam? Hop Slam. Really? I love Hop Slam. Love. Where's That's probably one, one, so probably one of Hop my favorite Slam? beers. It's uh, uh, Bell's yeah, uh, up in Michigan. We went, When we were up at Michigan State for the Big Ten the one year, Matt, and Matt was talking about Hop Slam for like, a day and the a whole half. time. <laughs> so, so we leave the session early. We go to the bar. I'm like, all right, two hop slams. It was like what, like 25 bucks. Yeah, but yeah, it's not cheap. Have yeah. you have you ever had one prior to that? No, that was my first one. It was good. I, I would like to do another like side by side with that and hop juju. Yeah, hop hop slam. I remember the first um, six pack I bought of it. It comes in like. It's like uh, the Tropicana, and it comes in a in can like a canned six pack, cardboard thing. It was twenty two dollars for a six for, of it for six twelve ounce beers. Six, six yeah, six twelve ounce beers. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, but it's I think it's not I think it's like nine percent nine percent eight 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 or something like that. It's it's probably one of my favorite beers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nothing wrong with having a favorite. I had what did I have? I'm going through here. Um, Juicy Jubilee from Taft's, which by Taft's, Taft, or by the way, Taft's is kind of growing on me. It's like one maybe one of my secret breweries that I've never been to. They have Gavel Banger. I've had oh, they had one with a boxer on it as a red ale. I mean, they've they've. I don't know if I've ever had a beer below a. a I know I've not had a beer from them below a three. Um, but uh, shoot, double IPA, ton of juice, pineapple, um, kind of hung around in the mouth a little bit, kind of like sat on your tongue, which probably kept it from being a, a four. Uh, then I had Ryan Geist, very similar to, to what I just saw. Ryan Geist, pure fury, uh, just a general pale ale. Um, I gave it a two seven. I think the best part about that picture is maybe my new M M six uh, tailor made irons. Yeah, what the hell? <laughs> hey, I got a question about that picture. Yeah, you are, you already got freaking mud on those clubs. Did you not wipe them down? That was they've been wiped down since. Yeah, but if you look at that picture, <laughs> Joe, that Joe, was right pull, after I played. I don't care. Pull up the picture. I'll there's a there's a ball mark on the toe. So of yes, that one yes. club. Explain that shot to me. Okay, so um, then that's exactly why oh, these. That's looks exactly like why. They, like, looks like my wait. gloves. Just wait. In in Farron Volkmer, my father. I saw that about, picture and about, I'm like, he's hitting this shit off the toe. <laughs> so that shot right there was on number six, six at OU. So the the last hole before you cross back over the bridge, I hit an iron off the tee, just short of the bunker. And I had a nine iron into the green and I absolutely hit it off the toe. It <laughs> went 147 yards pin high to the right side of the green. I two putted for par. I walked over and I showed Farron the club. He's hey, no shot. I said, you will never believe where this ball, where I hit this ball off this club. And I showed it to him, but the, the, I actually tried to rub the mark off of it uh, on the non groove part of it. Like it's for those of you, <laughs> It's it's the we'll, post. We'll put, we'll put this on the story. <laughs> yeah, put it on the story. It's the top right club. I the majority of the ball was off of the grooves. And I swear to God, it went the exact same distance as the nine irons that I hit pure. It was pin high, it checked up. That's you, why you had a you had a pretty good round that day, right? First round with the new clubs? 
the second round. Well, the first round I played with him, I hit a ton of balls. So I think I carded a 42. I hit a, I shot a 41 against fair and I birdied birdie to end. You should have had the Callaway edges. He probably would have hit just as good. Paid a little less that money. That, that's <laughs> the box deal. I actually got a great deal on these irons. MLB golf. It's an eBay store. Check it out. I wish it was warm so we could golf now. It was almost golf. It was 45 here today. 44. No win. We could definitely play today. I like playing when it's frozen because then you can't chunk it. (laughs) (laughs) And if you skull it, it just rolls. Just rolls. Rolls up through the bunker. The water in the bottom of the bunker is frozen. (laughs) No. So what did you guys think of uh, the old individual tournament and how those handicaps would, would work? you think that's a, a fair way to look bullshit. at it? I think it's bullshit. You're the you best none? golfer. You're the <laughs> no, best golfer. Think, I think Zach getting four strokes at his home course is, is a little suspect. The, the, that's the handicap. That's the whole purpose of the system. <laughs> yeah, but I think – I don't. I just think if you shoot a forty-two, which you're pretty much guaranteed to shoot no higher than a forty-four at OU. So if you shoot a forty-two, I've shot mid fifties on that course during league play. (laughs) Yeah, but that's you. If you shoot a forty-two, a thirty-eight, thirty-eight's gonna win it. No. I no, a guy like you, Dad. I guarantee a guy you, like Dad I, getting six. I'm I getting nine. You, I guarantee you the <laughs> winning nine. score is a 38 with handicaps. 38's gonna win it. And with you at a four, you getting four strokes, you shoot a 40, over. And you know that course like that'd be like me at Mallard Creek. You know every you know everything about the course. Well, then start your own fucking tournament. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. And Joe, you'd get, I think, seven strokes off of Chaz. So the way it works is whoever has the best handicap, they pretty much go to a zero. And then everyone subtracts what that person, what the best handicap is. Off Are of we adjusting score. handicaps once we, uh, the new year? Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's a part of start, the rules. I need to start shit in the bed. But you can't do anything worse than a double bogey. So that's the new rules with the new golf system is so you'd have to double bogey every hole. So you can't go have a great round and say, oh, shit, I'm going to mess my handicap up and then put a 10 on the card. So the worst score you can have now technically is a double bogey because it won't anything over that does not count towards the, the handicap. Fair and better than you. Yes. Yes. Farron around the greens, no matter where he's at, is really, really good. Right. I don't know how many times I've ever seen him really three putt. Does he? Because well, he uses he that chips. that thing. That is that finger. a legal club? <laughs> I'm gonna start reading putts like yeah. <laughs> Barry, Barry, if you're listening to this, if you can come on next podcast and explain the what is that line of sight. Where, hey, where they put we're the gonna go up. To, we're gonna go to Valley of the Eagles with the team and just play a seven and a half hour round and just slow it down and just get the get the finger angles. Get working. the whole thing going. Because <laughs> yeah. like, why text Chaz? Because because then I watched something on YouTube and it's supposed to be those degrees are off of twenty foot putts. So if it's a okay. ten foot putt, then a two de- a two degree putt would be half yeah and then vice versa you know vice versa yeah. so so you'd start you know. going like half a finger from some distances yeah 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 i don't know i mean the video just made it look like super like like bulletproof yeah go stand on it come up with a number in your head but that was my part is like how do you come up with a number yeah you'd have to really come up with your own system like, to like get that how, do you, how out. do you how do you feel the difference between a one and a two but. Yeah, I don't even. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. He made it look so freaking easy, though. Like he, 
that I, I wonder how many putts that took him to drain that. Like, how many could times? You, could you imagine playing with, like, say you and your buddy go out and you get paired up with a random twosome, <laughs> and this dude gets on the green and he he Swan starts straddling the ball. He, or the he puts he puts up the shocker behind the ball. <laughs> And then he just drains it. But yeah. To, to answer your Farron question, I've golfed with him multiple times. That's the first time I've ever beat him. All right. I tied him one time on nine holes at Cyrus. Then on the back nine, which is the more difficult one, I think he beat me by 12 strokes. That's impressive. But that's, of course, talk about someone who knows it inside and out. He's cut every fairway at that place for the last 15 years. He he knows every square inch of that place. Yeah. Makes a difference for sure. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Oh. As I'm burping. Who's gonna win the Super Bowl? Gosh. Who do I, who do I think or who do I want? Both. I Oh God. Actually I don't know. I'm, I'm I think I want the 49ers to win. I don't think they will win, though. I think their defense is solid. I think Pat Mahomes will figure out a way to to overcome. The, to run around and throw it? I think so. And I think they're – I don't think their secondary is as good as the Kansas City's receivers are. Um but I also like the way that San Francisco's offense operates. I mean, how many passes Garoppolo threw eight passes in the NFC championship game, right? When when I saw when I saw that stat, I thought they meant the half. And then I kept watching eight passes in an NFL game and they're yeah. going to the Super Bowl. Yeah. What the hell? That that running back, he, the Browns had him on the damn was it last I saw, year or this year? I saw a meme that said Jimmy Garoppolo and it said it had a picture of him and it said when you're in a group, when you have a group project, you don't do anything and still get an A. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm I'm looking at these handicaps, Matt. You're you're gonna need to post. You you're gonna need to go out and play a couple like legit rounds. So right. what's Matt? What's Matt have to shoot with a handicap adjusted 38? How many strokes is he getting? He's getting five. He's getting five. Yeah. And you're getting four. What the fuck is <laughs> that's yeah? Because it rounds. You have to you all have to understand how the system works. If it's anything from uh, like a three and a half, it rounds up to a four. If it's so below if, that if half, you were playing, it goes down. If you were playing Matt straight up, you'd give him one stroke. According to based our off yeah. based off of his previous <laughs> Athens performances. But listen, listen, Joe Maurer's current handicap is made up in my head. Well, like, that ain't fair. Well, then you need to go post a All couple right. rounds and. All right, I'll go up. Go to Richard. Matt, up this Matt how many? How many did you want against Coleman? I mean, I think your current handicap Nine. for for. <laughs> <laughs> so he's maxed out. If Josh is a four, if Josh is a four, then he's got to be a nine. No, he, Matt's getting a stroke a hole. That but it's all. I so he, understand that, but Joe's actual handicap is five plus four and a half or whatever. So I think his was like five, four plus four and a half. So his handicap's like a 10, six on nine holes. It is true handicap. My but handicap you, is going to go down. But when you play it, when you, I get when those you, Callaway edges. <laughs> yes. When you play against you, people, you fly to the UK and steal I added up. I, I added them to my wedding registry the other day. <laughs> Hey, Costco, Costco. Man. <laughs> they, Do they only sell them at Costco? Uh, probably. That would be freaking awesome. Get clubs for your wedding gift. Yeah. Emily won't let me put my own personal items on there. <laughs> I got a big green egg. But, yeah. So if you want to work on your handicap, either inflate it or deflate it. I don't know if you want to deflate gonna it. I'm just going to inflate the hell out of it. I don't care. There you go. Strategy. What the hell is that? Is it dirty underwear. (laughs) 
Well, I, that whole box deal, the, those edge clubs, the, the putter alone is like a $110 putter. But they probably had a ton of them that were made. I mean, that, that putter is probably yeah, six, seven, eight years old. old. So they probably had a ton of them that were just left over that they're yeah. just getting rid of. I mean, there's no secret that golf clubs are way overpriced. Like, oh, yeah. The Mizuno clubs I bought, they were $1,200. They discounted them to 600 like overnight. Yeah. Like nothing changed. They just released new clubs. So, yeah. Yeah, that's that that whole world's a freaking. And I mean, it's a rich game. It's a rich man's sport. So they're going to overcharge anyways. It's up to the middle class people or the people that don't have money to figure it out. The golf industry doesn't care. When when my dad was down here, we were talking. He was checking out the the new clubs that I got, and he goes, "Yeah, I think I finally figured out my irons. I, I might go look at it, get me a new set, get fitted." Dude, he needs new clubs <laughs> so bad. What's he playing? He's his got, clubs aren't bad, are no, they? No, but he needs he he, he just needs, needs like help. Big big. <laughs> <laughs> We go out. We go out the other day. He's I the one that'll not. win this freaking. He, he's gonna win it. He's, he's gonna. He's pra- fucking practicing right now. He's we go out. <laughs> we go out the other day. First time he's played in two months. The greens are frozen. I mean, you you can hear the ball hit the greens. They're bouncing fifteen feet in the air. That crate. It's like goofy golf. He shoots. I want to say a forty-six. He's like fired up. Like ah, I got this figured <laughs> out. He's and he's playing with these big ass gloves on his hands. Yeah. <laughs> we go out the next week. It's like fifty six. Like it was one of those real warm days a couple weeks ago. He's gonna set a record. He, dude, from the first tee shot, he was like rolling the shoulders back, just geared up, locked in. Hits his drive. I think like one eighty. He hit it a little bit off the off the center of the face, and he's like, motherfuck. Like, like, dude, it's January and we're playing golf and it's 56. Next shot, next shot, he hits his hybrid, drills it, hits a tree. Fuck. I'm like, all right. <laughs> so then he's standing. Eight he's and a half standing, holes to go. He's standing 10 feet behind a tree. He's aiming dead at this tree. I'm thinking he's going to, he's going to hit the tree. He hits it square. The ball comes flying right back at him. He drops down, throws his club on the ground, puts his hands on his hips, and looks around. <laughs> I'm thinking, oh, shit, here we go. So he's, I think, hitting four. He hits four. It's par five. He hits four. He's short right of the green. All right. Chips five, skulls it. Motherfucks Frozen it again. Frozen green. <laughs> Frozen green. He's on the fringe. Does he think he's playing like in the (laughs) summer with like good condition? And then, and then I putt. I go to putt, and I think I leave it. I think I hit it past the hole like four or five feet, and I was like, "Oh, it's pretty quick. Like the greens are frozen, right?" So then he starts thinking, and he just taps it like four feet. (laughs) So I think he, I think he double or tripled bogeyed like the first four holes. I don't think we spoke after the second hole because he was just pissed off. And then he got a couple pars and a bogey. But yeah, the, the problem is, is I'm not a golf pro, but I know enough to like look at a swing and give a little bit of advice. He's, he's putting his iron in front of his front foot. He's leaning backwards and then he's trying to scoop the ball up. So he's literally making a divot like six inches behind the hole. Like me. Yeah, like you. <laughs> so, but hey, he catches lightning in a bottle every now and then and shot a 39 last year. He'll shoot 40. But it's, you never know what you're going to get. I'm hoping uh, this coming year my golf game improves. I'll be playing on some different terrain. Uh, you playing my- on the Poana? I'm going to be visit, visiting my parents down in Florida quite a bit. That's right. So they they, are they down there now or move? soon? They're moving. Yeah, they're moving uh, like the week 15th of February. They're leaving. My dad's, 
Yeah, my dad's been down there for two, almost two weeks now. So can can we do a select group South tournament? Yeah, dude, to fly <laughs> down there. Do you realize how che- it's so? Where cheap. are they? Where are they moving? Uh, St. Cloud. That's like okay. about an hour from Cocoa Beach. Nice. So just north, north, north uh, yeah. south, north. That's no, probably north of Orlando. Yeah. Or right it's, about Orlando. It's right, yeah, it's about Orlando. Yeah, yeah that's where he'll oh. be working. So, Sweet. yeah, I mean we're moving moving them down in a couple of weeks and like we're driving and then to fly back i'm paying 27 dollars nonstop to fly <laughs> home so I, I will say the first time i ever played golf out of ohio i've played in myrtle beach and i've played in in uh, georgia i couldn't believe the difference that the grass makes and the ground makes like i i felt stupid saying it but it like it made a huge difference yeah, I've never played out of st- like in like a a warmer climate area. I was hoping to play in California, just didn't happen. But um, yeah, yeah, you could have you could have played where Tiger's playing today. I know. You probably he wouldn't have shot at sixty nine though. When we played, we played at the Outer Banks, and it was like all all sand. I mean, yeah, not everything I mean, sandy, but. The grass is real thin. Everything's just just sand everywhere. Especially you get around the greens for like chip shots and stuff. Yep. The ground just the ground just, just gives catch, out. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, what was I gonna say? Crap. I see you're uh, sporting your John Rom Spaniard colors. This is salmon. Yeah, it's John Rom. John, John Rom red. John Rom is. He's a tailor-made guy, so. We'll uh, give him a pass for that. Joe, where'd you go? He disappeared. He ran away. Yeah, we're going to have to work on Joe's handicap because Joe at this point would be giving dad a stroke. Yeah. I yeah, mean... So- We'll, yeah, that ain't that's not right. Yeah, we'll 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 work on you a little bit. You should definitely be in the the guys getting the most strokes. I'm hoping to improve my game before then. I mean, I've I've played with you. I mean, I think we all have that flashback of you in that bunker. All right, Matt. What if you go to a golf course? What's the score you shoot? You leave. You feel like I played freaking awesome today. An eighty. So a 40 is like 80. Yeah, no, fuck. No, probably not. No. (laughs) I was going to say, you fucking crazy? Fucking hang them up and call the freaking PGA Tour and sit, sign me up, buddy. 88. 88? It's your break 90. Break 90. Yeah. If I break 90, I'm stoked. Okay, so that's, that's you playing really well. Yeah. And that happens probably every five to six times you play for the average golfer. Yeah. So let's think about this then. So his average score is a 50. I would say that's fair. That's to your average. 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 I would say that's fair. Yeah. Just say I'm more of a scramble golfer. I like, I like that (laughs) format. (laughs) I like being on the green. I like standing at the tee. Anything other than that, I suck. So you love par threes? Hate them. <laughs> Hate them. <laughs> you got to get the Kevin Kisner uh, tip for the barstool guys. How great so was it, that? Yeah. It was good, Matt. If you if you hold a golf club and you look down, how many knuckles can you see on your left hand? My left hand? Yeah. Probably. Two. What are you holding right now? I'm just pretending I'm holding something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> probably on my left hand. Yeah. Two underneath. Two. Yeah. Underneath. What do you mean underneath? On my left hand. Yeah. You so like, you, oh, no, I'm, ra- I'm saying all four. No, like you're part. like you're wrapping that shit or underneath. I don't do the whole. Are you here? So the, you want to see you, two, you want to see two or three of these knuckles on top of your club. On my left hand, a left hand. Yes. 
Yeah, I don't see any of them. I rap. Yeah, Ben Kisner oh, so you're, says you're, you need to see at least you're, two. You're, you're cupping it, right? So yeah. you're like underneath. You want to yeah. wrap that thing on top. All right. Thanks for the lesson. Yeah, Kiz, Kiz says you need to see at least two. I don't good, know. Good to know. You have a weak grip. I think I grip it too strong. I now, mean, but you, the grip are you saying, itself is Are you saying weak, but I, you have a weak grip, but it's weak, but which that also makes you squeeze it actually tighter. Yes. If you rotate it over, you can't squeeze it tighter, and it also gets your wrist to release through when you swing. Good to know. Hey, I will say, I don't mean to stop this conversation. This platform beer, pretty good. I'm actually, I'm actually really enjoying it. What is oh that Cleveland that I love? Yeah, it's a red ale. Red ale, yeah. Can't go wrong with the red ale. Yeah, it's it's actually really good. You guys watching The Bachelor? Love it every every Monday. I can't stand this guy. He's pretty soft. He's yeah, soft. I, I didn't he's care. emotional. Yeah, I didn't care for him a whole lot. When although I did think he was going to win with Hannaby, I I thought he was going to win the season. Um, wasn't pissed when they brought him back, but it's kind of a. Is he a pilot? I mean, it, I is he? I don't. <laughs> not, not that I'm interested in the in the the male gender, but I don't see why people think he's this like studly good looking dude. I think he's a good looking cat. I don't know. You like pilots, Matt? Yeah. He's going to be flying your $27 flight back from St. Cloud. Spirit Airlines. (laughs) Is that the one where the wheel fell off? He's going to be broke, have no wife, and flying for Spirit Airlines. As long as he gets me home safe, I don't care. I will make a bold prediction. I will say the – I don't know the names yet, but the – I will I will name three of the final four candidates. I'm I'd bet money on this. One is going to be the girl whose mom was a heroin addict. Two is going to be the girl who went on the first hometown. Her dad coaches at Auburn. I'm literally yeah. the same thing. And three will be I believe she's an attorney. Dark the hair, chick who he already lips. knew and fucked yeah. at the hotel at yeah some part. Yeah. yeah, you think they had yeah. relations? Yes. Absolutely. So, so those are the three that I would put money on. What the about fourth one? The fourth one will probably be that psycho that Matt thinks is good looking, but she will be there to cause the drama. Yeah, sure. Anna, that's, Anna that's Ann or whatever. The, that's going to be the Caitlyn of yeah. Colton season. That's that's no who doubt. she is. It's going to be that, those three and her, and it's they're going to be all. In what a about tizzy. Hannah B? She is going to be the Hannah Ann is going to be. The like the superstar of the next Bachelor in Paradise, Mark my word. Oh, for sure. Yep. So let's go. Let's go back to data analytics, right? I brought this up the other night. We're watching this. I said, if I'm the Bachelor and I'm serious about this shit, like, look at the past seasons. Anybody who's been accused of being a psycho has been a damn psycho. Yeah. Get rid of the chick. Let her. Let her go. Yeah, yeah but the, the producers are telling them to telling him to keep them like that yeah, chick uh, and from the other night that was losing her like give her, her. they gotta be she paying didn't even money ex- right she didn't even exist what was the, the chick who was said she was getting bullied or no was she the one getting bullied how well, much her, money she's annoying us yes yeah. Yeah. no the other the other one hannah ann thought she was getting bullied that's, that's by right. that girl yeah. how much but, money do you think they're getting the bachelor or bachelorette gets paid when they say, we know she's a psycho Keep her around. Do you think they're like, Hey, we'll give you an extra 50 grand every week. You keep her. I don't think it's quite that much, but I think it's a decent well, chunk. Do you, do you really think he, he sets up the group dates and puts the three people who hate each other on the same group dates. How about no. next week? Demi. How about next, how about next week? He takes the chick to a Chase Wright concert, and she used to sleep with the date with. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it's in Cleveland. It is. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. Cleveland. Yep. We're in Cleveland. Yeah, they went to Cedar Point. Cleveland. They drove to Sandusky. Did the whole Cedar Point thing. That girl that uh, the did the runway show took second place. Who was all like. I'm yeah, not like I I'm about. so scared. Yeah, I'm so scared. I think she yeah. she's a dark horse. She'll make it. She'll make it for a while. She'll be top uh, six. Mm-hmm. 
So, Matt, you agree with my three predictions? That was literally going to be my same exact three. Spot on. Although I think the winner is going to be the girl who we took to his uh, the hometown to his parents. Uh, you think uh, there will be a winner? Yeah, Anna I v. think I think that that whole preview or the preview looking ahead to the end where it was who's the mom crying about when she's like, "Go get her." I think the girl that he took to their renewing of their vows. It is the best trash TV that you can. Ever watched? I'm hooked. We are because they they don't portray it as trashy, but it's like the it's the modern day flavor of flavor, flavor of love. That was a that was a good one. That was a real good one. You ever watch Rock? You ever watch Rock of Love or Tequila? Brett Michaels, Tequila, Tequila. (laughs) Hell yeah! She had guys and girls, didn't she? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Didn't discriminate. No. How about the A? I got a great story. Did you guys hear how it's like 30? It was like 20 with wind chill in Florida. Did you hear that? No? No. So so southern Florida, it was like 20 degrees with wind chill. I was texting my cousin today because they said the iguanas are like falling out of the trees because they get like stiff and shit and they just fall over when they sleep. He said people are picking them up, putting them in buckets, and selling them on Facebook Marketplace as pets. <laughs> it's like Dude, Dumb I... and Dumber selling that fucking parakeet. <laughs> oh, God. So they're like like paralyzed. They're literally frozen. Yeah, they get, they get stiff, and they just like – they can't – they just fall off. That'd be a sight. Yeah, a freaking four foot, five foot iguana just drops on drops on they, you. They say one of them weigh like some of them weigh like twenty five pounds. They like dent, they like chip off like concrete on sidewalks and shit. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, like, can you imagine a twenty five pound animal falling on your car that's frozen? Dent the thing. Yeah. Fall on you or you? Yeah. That's funny. I would never have thought about frozen iguanas falling off out of trees. Um, all right, guys. What else do we have coming up? What do we got going on this weekend? I'm hoping to head back into um, the Akron area. I stopped. I went and got my hair cut the other day. Been there, shit, five times and never noticed that the next door over is a brewery. Uh, 83 brewery. I went there the other day, um, after I got my haircut, cool spot, uh, well, decent beer selection. I think they had 12 on tap. Um, so I'm hoping to head back there, try some more of their beers. I only had, uh, one of them, uh, the other day, but yeah, that's my plan. Nice. Jazz. Nothing. Chilling. Chilling. You guys got snow up there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's still on the ground. Yeah. yeah, we got a ton, but it warmed up and rained a little bit, so it took a lot of it away. Yeah, yeah. What are we? I don't. We don't really have any. Where were you at last weekend? You talking to me? Yeah. Yeah. Didn't you go to hockey or something? He went somewhere. Uh, no. It was on the live feed. Last you went to, weekend, like hockey. You went to Hawking Brewing. Oh, we were going to go. Yeah. So we, um, my dad and I um, officiated a tournament um, up in Lancaster. And on the way back, there's Brewery 33, which is in Logan, right off the highway. And after further discussion, the missus had the the three wild animals in the in regards to wild animals, my our children, and and they weren't quite behaving. Uh, mostly the the middle son, Bill William. Um, so we uh, we decided well, to come gonna back. It's going to break all of Joe Burrow's records. We decided to come back and give her a little bit of a break, so we actually didn't stop. So that was a little false advertisement. Okay. But I had been there a couple times. It's a decent little spot. I've heard it's gotten a lot better. Um, I've heard it's average at best. There, um, it's a great spot for a brewery because Logan at Hawking Hills area is like behind Cedar Point and behind. I'm trying to think what the other tourist location, but it brings in 
hundreds of thousands of people a year, just that little Logan Hawking, Hawking Hills area for vacation tourists. So it's in a good little spot, but it's kind of in like a, anyway, it's not a strip mall. It's like a business, a business duplex. So, but, uh, but yeah, this weekend we're just hanging out, um, officiating another tournament and, uh, that's about it. Not really doing too much. So I think we'll go ahead and get it wrapped up. We're, we're about an hour in and, um, we'll get everyone out on, on their way into the weekend. Uh, so by the time you listen to this, it'll probably be on Friday, uh, beer sports and all hell. I don't know is the podcast, Ohio beer review, Instagram, Facebook, social media, uh, we got shirts. If you want a shirt, send us a message. Uh, we'll, we'll tell you how to, to get one of the, the Ohio beer review shirts. Um, get out, get on a golf simulator, get some new irons. They're really cool. Uh, drink a lot of beer, be responsible. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.